When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mike and Tom eat snacks. For a guy who has been on Broadway, singing his little heart out. Yeah. I was underwhelmed. I was what? underwhelmed with that rendition of Mike and Tom eat Let snacks. Let me go again. Okay. Ah, ah, this is how you warm up on Broadway. Wait for it. And I'm ready to go. You ready? Loved it. Thank you. Welcome to Mates, Mike and Tom Eat Snacks, everybody, with my friend Tom Capnall. And my good friend, Michael Ian Black. Snack Attack with Michael Ian Black. Trademark that. That's good. Snack Attack. With Magalie and Black. This He's my good friend, Mike. <laughs> don't do that. No, oh, don't do, do that. that. I'm not doing it. Uh, did, did Him, you're going to like. Don't do so that. I'm not doing it. I'm That's not doing horrible. it. I'm not, not going to. Don't not, be that do guy. It. I'm not going to be that guy. I know as soon as I start I'm talking. I'm not going to do it. When I was a kid. I love Mike God Black, damn it. I want to cut him up with a hacksaw. Ugh. What? God. It's great, right? I never hated you more than I hate you right now. That's not true. It's not true, but it's close. It's close. I mean, I don't think it would be in the top 100. Oh, it's definitely in the top 100. Well, no. Right on the edge. Borderline. Mikey Tom eats snacks. Today on the podcast, Munchkins. Got a treat for you. Munchkins. (laughs) What'd you say? Munchkins. 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 Oh, man, I like munchkins. Oh, I man. like the idea of munchkins so very sure. much. Yeah. Uh, munchkins, well, it's uh, it's a happy thing. God, munchkins, are they happy. Yeah, they're so happy. Look. They're, they're, they're munchkins. Well, but here's the thing with munchkins. For years, yeah. people were like, make the donuts, throw out the donut hole. Yeah. And then somebody at the Dunkin' Donuts Corporation, and I think they were the first to do it, first I ever heard of it, said, what are we doing? What are we doing with the donut hole? Why are we throwing it out? We got all these donut holes just sitting here, collecting dust. Ugh. We'll just... Isn't there something we can do with donut holes? Let's marshal our forces, put some put some icing powder on these donut holes, and sell them. Right. What are we going to call them, Roy? Donut holes. I don't know if that's really going to sell. Just holes. That sounds more promising, but still something's missing. Right. And then, they, and, and I mean, I can't even imagine the months of marketing and R&D and, I, I mean, what I don't know what the rejected name, but it must have taken months, if not years, to come up with the perfect name. That, that's a good uh, top 10 letterman list right there. Rejected donut Munch- hole names. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Think about it. 
uh, Munchkins implies little, adorable, calls back to Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it it's does. also got a pun built into it. It does. It's a cheery name. It's a chipper name. Yeehaw. Munchkins. Munch on the I'm Munchkins. In. I mean. How can you not be? How could, what, you know who no wasn't in? Name? You know who wasn't in for this turn of events? Peter Horton? Tim Horton? Peter Horton was the actor from 30-something. <laughs> he still is the actor, I hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Horton. Peter Horton hasn't passed on, has he? No, not that I know of. I don't think so. I think he's got a beard and he directs now. Uh-huh. Or at least he's got some facial growth. I think he did even then. Did he have the facial growth? I don't know. Who Tim, cares? Tim Too Horton? much time spent on Peter Horton. Tim Horton? Great Canadian. And uh, owner, proprietor of a large chain of coffee and donut shops. Never quite caught on here, no, we, south of the border. You know what we call it? And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's ubiquitous up there. I north think of I know what you call it. Go. Tim Hortons. Nay. If you say to someone, you're going to go get a you know, coffee from there, this is what you say in Canada. For all you people who are venturing north of the border to escape the law anytime soon, this is what you say to somebody to, to fit in up there. Hey, you want to grab me a Tim's? Oh. Tim's. But can you get a donut? Can you can refer to a donut as a Tim's? Nope. That's coffee, specifically. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they sell donuts. Oh, I, That's all they unbelievably do. Unbelievably good donuts. They're doing nothing but selling donuts up there and coffee. Well, and coffee, yeah. So can, can you grab me a Tim's? That just means a coffee. Yeah. How do you like your Tim's? Cup of Tim's. Double, you say double. cup of Tim's? Double, double. Cup of Tim's? No, no. Tim's. A Tim's. Okay. So grab me a Tim's. How do you like it? Double, double. So that means double beef, double No, onion. it doesn't mean double beef. Uh-huh. Double, double. Do you, not know, do you have that expression down here? Uh, in and out Burger. You have the double-double. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love in and out Burger. Oh, for that to be, be a snack. Well, what's a double-double in double coffee? and double sugar. Oh, I see. I don't, I don't drink coffee, so I don't know. I think it's a Canadian expression mm-hmm. for your Tim's. Okay. So you go Tim's, double-double. People know double cream, double sugar. Well, when I was on an airplane the other day. Go on. I asked for- Where were you going? Oh, uh, I don't know. Somewhere. Private, pl- private plane? Gulfstream? No, this was, I, I flew commercial this time. What? Just to see. Okay. Just to see how yeah. it was. How it was, was it? Not, not as good as I- as, as I was hoping. Will you still fly commercial or probably no? No, I wouldn't fly commercial again. But I was Where on a commercial. Where did you fly in your commercial experience? Where? Where? I don't, rem- I don't recall. I was on a flight somewhere. You're a guy that just got, gets on Ryanair in Europe and lands in like Posa Isladora. As you know, I'm on tour. So I'm constantly traveling the country in yep. search of new venues, new audiences, new fun, new, fa- new friends. Yep. I'm on a commercial flight somewhere. The, the flight did attendant. You pack your trunks? Oh, I always pack my trunks. Okay. The fl- and my flippers. And I'm not wearing them on the flight. No, that's dumb. That's I mean, lame. I'm wearing the flippers, not the trunks. Yeah. Wearing, a, wearing, wearing flippers and trunks is touristy. Well, you know what it is? It's Just wearing flippers. It's fine. gauche. Yeah. I don't want to be gauche. Tacky. So I got the flippers on, and you know, that's why I need the bulkhead seat, because the flippers. Yeah. So they fit. Right. And the, stu- the, the I know they don't like to be called stewardesses. The flight attendant says- But you do call them I that. can't help you it. You can't help it. You're like, I've been on many a flight with you, and I just cover my- When you go, oh, stewardess- yeah, and oh, I miss. say it in that way, too. You oh, do. stewardess. You do say it like that. Mm-hmm. And they come over, and you can just see, you know, they're like- The eye roll. Yes, sir. You're like, and then you always have to repeat it, which is, which is, which is the thing that just makes me- I have turned to the- I always get the aisle, I always get the aisle seat. You like the window. And I always got to turn away when you start doing it. You're like, you repeat it again. You're right. like, oh, stewardess. She comes over. Stewardess. Right. Do you have you any rich crackers? Yeah. Stewardess, can you get me a plate of pralines? Right. And they never have what I want. No. But it's always like, I'm like, why are you asking? Can you get me a small handheld generator? Right. And I don't understand why you're asking for that on a plane. Sometimes you need a small handheld I gotta, generator. I got to power up my appliances, you'll say to them. Right. And can I cook toast in here? Right. And I'm just, I'm just like, oh boy, we're going to get tossed again. But they can't toss you because the pilots inevitably know who you are. They're always. And that's always the trump card. The stewardess is complaining and then the pilot will turn and go, well, you want a stewardess, I think you might not know who you have seated here. Right, and then you can see them get flustered again because the pilot just called them a stewardess. Yeah. Oh, they hate it. No, they hate it. 
Although, you know, it's good fodder for a television show. Great stuff yep. for a TV program. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the flight, and the stewardess turns to me and says, <laughs> would you care for a beverage? And I say, yes, I would, would stewardess. Uh, <laughs> and that's what you do. That's what I do. I said, You're egging them on. I'd love a, cu- a cup of tea. And she said, do you take anything in your tea? I say, one cream, one sweetener. And she goes, one in one? And I go, yes, one in one. Mm-hmm. So the phrase double-double doesn't totally shock me. It doesn't surprise me. doesn't send me into a tizzy. I understand that, that maybe it is a, a thing. Maybe you go double-double. But it implies to me four. It implies two creams, two sugars. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Double-double. Okay. Your coffee's loaded up then, man. Right. Get on that road, and you'll be fine for 18 hours. Mm-hmm. There's a Tim's every 16 feet in Canada, and you double-double down all the time. And I tell you, you're, you don't ever have to sleep. Yeah. So, I don't know. They weren't probably happy with the munchkins there at, at Tim's. No, you know who wasn't happy? Oh. The hobo's out by the dumpster. These guys are, like, subsisting on donut holes being tossed into the dumpster. Mm-hmm. These guys were getting – they were fat cats – you know, ex Wall Street guys, no, no point in going back to work. We got, we, we got all the grub we could eat here. Donut holes. This is fantastic. Right. Dumpster diving, back of the, back of the Dunkin' D. Well, I can't believe I didn't stumble on this earlier. Why did I go to Yale? Right. Why did I go to that school in New Haven? Lame. And now, whoop, suddenly, on Tuesday, they stopped dumping the holes. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think? Well, what's going on, Ronnie? Well, I don't know, Frankie. Well, I can't figure it out, Ron. I mean, uh, maybe they're late. Uh, go check. No, no, no. They don't like us when we go inside. Well, it's, I'm sure it's coming up. And then days go by. Right. And that conversation is happening all across the country. Yeah. Out, uh, at the dumpster outside of every Dunkin' Donuts across the country, nay, the world. Yeah. Hobos oh. going, what the yeah. hell is going on, the Frankie? Hobos and Trump are know, looking at each other and going, oh, no, munchkins. So today... Munchkins. Munchkins. Mike and Tom eat snacks on the internet. I went in there today and I said, they, I said I'd like a box of your finest munchkins, stewardess. And the lady turns to me and says, which flavor would you like? I said, just give me, give me what you got. And that's what she did. And you could see she liked, she liked that. Sometimes, though, they don't like that. They're like, just tell me what you want. I don't feel like picking out for you what might good. Might, this is... Uh, this is I've experienced this, but, you know, they're like, <sighs> there's the eye roll, there's a little bit of the exasperation. It's like, could you, just, could you just please decide what you want instead of me deciding for you? Mm-hmm. But in your case, it seems like the person was glad to take the ball and run. Because my stewardess had a certain, you could you, tell. You, you were calling her stewardess. Yeah. Even you, though you were in a Dunkin' Donuts shop. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You could tell she was an artist. Ah. There's a certain amount of creativity inherent at the job at a Dunkin' Donuts that isn't inherent in any other fast food establishment in this country. You can't go to KFC and say, just give me, you know, just surprise me. That doesn't happen. But at Dunkin' Donuts, that's a regular occurrence. Sure. You you know, I I think we're forgetting Taco Bell where there's a certain amount of creativity involved. Uh, no. Yeah, totally. In what way? What do you mean? Well, those guys there that work at Taco Bell, I mean, it's it's like for you when you were actually trying to be the spokesman. It's a labor of love. Well, it's a labor of love, but it's not necessarily. I don't think it's a labor of love over there at Wendy's or Burger King. No. McDonald's. No. But at Dunkin' Donuts, it's a regular occurrence where people go in and say, just delight me. And then 
The best counter people at Dunkin' Donuts, you can see them sizing you up from across the glass counter and looking at you and thinking to themselves, he looks like a jelly man. Mm-hmm. He looks like a jelly man. He looks like a toasted coconut man. Yeah. I'm going to give him the 50-50. That's the 50% toasted coconut, 50% jelly. He's a jelly man and a coconut man. Right. Now, here's the thing. If I went in there and they 50 50 me with a jelly man and coconut man, they I wouldn't, would, like, they I would, wouldn't I would, do I would that. empty the box in their face. They wouldn't do it. That's right, because they'd evaluate correctly. They would, they would they say- They look at him and they go, glaze. Mm-hmm. Glaze all the way. Yeah. Yeah. This is a guy who loves his glaze. This is a guy. He's a glaze guy. You could tell by the sheen on his face. He's a glaze guy. From a mm-hmm. hundred paces away, I could spot a glaze guy. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I've spent some time at a Dunkin' Donuts. Sure you have. When I was growing up in New Jersey, New Jersey. Uh, when you were in New Jersey, when you were like 14 in New Jersey, half the time you spent at a Dunkin' Donuts. Well, here's Dunkin the thing. D's. There was no place to go in the nighttime for, for young teens on the prowl. You understand? You couldn't. There was no, no, in the nighttime, there was no place to go? There was no place to go. Was there any place to go at night? No, uh, yeah, at night, fine, but not at the nighttime. And so when the nighttime would come... And we were young teens on the prowl. We were looking for some place to go. The only place that was open late, open 24 hours, Yunkin' Yonuts. Open in the daytime and in the nighttime. Yeah. They were specifically open and, and also at open at night. So 36 hours. 36 hours that's a day. That's amazing. 36 hours a day. That's, that's good service anyway. You cut it. So that was our, our hangout. You go to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. And Who are you uh, hanging out with? Oh, Brad, Jeff, Brad, Tim. Jeff, Jeff, Tim. Any girls? No. No. Not a chance. No way. Not I, I wish. Not the Dunkin' D's. No. No. So that's where we'd go. You know, you'd, you'd, you'd go and you'd shoot the shit and you'd eat donuts and, uh-huh. and flirt with the, the counter girl and, and have, have yourself a night of it. That's great. Well, that's, no. In, in, in New Jersey, they were. Oh, they weren't stewardesses in no. New Jersey. No, no, no. Oh, that's right. You're right. That would have been offensive. Yeah. No, it's they politically were incorrect. Uh, also, they were male, which is weird. Which is weird to call a male person who works at the counter in a donut shop a stewardess. You're right. Really weird. It is. Mike and Tom. Eat snacks. We've been at this podcast for like, I, I want to guess, feels like 70 minutes. Mm-hmm. And neither of us taking a bite of a munchkin. I, I, I gotta, I, in a way, I'm kind of, I'm holding off. I'm savoring. I'm waiting. I'm excited. I know, but the delayed gratification is killing me. I'm taking a bite. Oh, you're about What it. flavor do you have there? What the hell is this? One of them, I, oh, I know exactly what that is. Because I, I looked, oh, I looked. this is a do you know? gingerbread. Close. Close, no? but no cigar. I don't want a cigar. I just want to have a munchkin. What is it? Pumpkin. Yeah. A tastes pumpkin like, munchkin. Tastes like gingerbread more than pumpkin. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't care. How did you know? Because, I, because in the bins, when I went in there, yep. and I asked the stewardess for the, the donut holes, yep. one of them was labeled pumpkin. Pumpkin. You're like, did you say, and also, stewardess, give me one of those? You no. Just I said, she would stewardess, get right, and she did. surprise me, delight me. Mm-hmm. And she did. How do you like the? I mean, I don't want to look. I don't want to get into a whole thing where we're judging. No, no, the no. It's just nah, it's munchkins. That's what we do with munchkins. It's munchkins. Yeah. Are you enjoying your munchkin? Absolutely. You see what I have over here beside my munchkin? Uh, a cup of Tim's. Yeah. So I'm. I couldn't be happier. Right. It's a good day here at Mates Worldwide Headquarters. Viewers know, and I know they're not viewers. That uh, we've got good days and we've got bad days. Today is a good day. Now, mostly t- bad days. And well, today sure. we got donut holes and coffee. Good day. Uh, for me, it's tea with one and one. Now, I'm, I'm holding up the, the, the chocolate glazed munchkin, an yep. old favorite of mine. Yeah. An old friend, really. Yeah. And, and honestly, a friend I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. All the way back to New Jersey. Mmm. Oh, you seem to like your friend. Well, I'll tell you what. Your friend seems to be happy at this reunion. There are times in my 
long history with the munchkin. Yeah. Where you get a munchkin and you can tell it's been sitting out for a while. You know? Yeah, yeah he's, 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 he's on the stale side, this guy. He's a little bit... Got to give him his due. He deserves to be et, but stale is really not the way you want to go. That's not the way you want to go with the munchkin. You want the fresh munchkin. You want, And the way you know if a munchkin is fresh or not is by its, uh, its buoyancy. Yeah, if you can evaluate the buoyancy of your donut hole, in this case a munchkin, um, and you get if you if you can somehow get it into the sweet spot between about five point two and nine point two, like somewhere in around there in those four buoyancy marks, not above ten. You don't want above ten. You don't want below five uh, because it's the, the dough is not fully formed then. But if you can get into the buoyancy level between five and ten, you are doing great. Right now, I got I. You can see that I've got my uh, munchometer out, and I'm measuring the buoyancy. I did that before. You injected it. I did. And you extracted a little bit. And I'm, I'm right in the sweet and spot. And does it come up on the scale? 7.4. Oh, well, that, I mean, forget it. You know, uh, you take your shoes off, throw out your wallet, and go, go for a sprint on the beach. You're, you couldn't be in a – you're not going to get a better munchkin than that. No. 7.4? 7.4. Forget it. On the I chocolate mean, Now you're in a problem where you're – now you're in the problem zone where you're like, do I have another munchkin? Of course you do. But really – you want your last munchkin bite to be so tremendous that when you get one in at 7.4, you kind of like maybe it's, maybe it's time to call it. Well, you can see if you look at my munchkin I that I took a big bite initially. Uh-huh. I took a small bite for the second. I want to savor. Yeah, it's wise. I'm not rushing through the 7.4, and that's not a rating, incidentally. That's a buoyancy level on the munchkin. Oh, yeah. Let's be clear. The buoyancy level is not a rating. No. It's just a, it's just, it's just a measurement for a munchkin. And the problem with is, as you identified, once you, when, if it's below five, the dough's not fully formed. Uh, it's going to be a little too soft, a little too chewy. If it's above uh, about 9.2, 9.3, it's the, the, the moisture in it starts to evaporate. That's when you get that munchkin crust. And when you get that munchkin crust, you're bordering on stale. And, and anything above a 10, forget it. Throw them out. Give no, them to the hobos. Don't have them. It's basically eating, eating a walnut. Number two, Tim Horton um, was a staunch and talented and stoic defenseman in the National Hockey League. I don't know if you knew that. No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He was a famous hockey player before he was ever had his name ascribed to the donut franchise. Mm-hmm. Died in a car crash. Bless his soul. Uh, pre-donuts, post-donuts? Post. Post-donuts. So he, he founded the, the donut shop, died in a car wreck. Died in a car wreck. I think so. You know, I, now that you say that, I'm like, I always thought well, you'd so. think, right? Otherwise, it would be weird because you'd be uh, yeah. his family would have licensed his name. Yeah, and I think it he had. Tragic. I think his family had a. Uh, It'd be I mean, like it us opening the, a Roberto Clemente donut shop. It wasn't. It wasn't not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all. Not a bad idea. Gosh, Roberto Clemente. I mean, I think this guy played somewhere in like 18 seasons. I mean, a perennial All Star. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know. I mean, I guess the guy gets his due, but it's almost like more like he gets his due because of the tragedy that befell him as opposed to the fact, like, holy cow, how great a player was this guy? Wait, Clemente played 18 seasons? uh, Yeah, I think it was something insane like that. I had no idea it was that long. Oh, well, let's just say the Thurman Munson uh, pumpkin patch and berry stand. That'd be be a good franchise. I feel like the Roberto Clemente donut shop is more of a winner. I don't know. Yeah. You know what? Let's do it. Yeah, I think we shall. Let's hey, mateys, if you're listening out there, we're going to need you to come on in when you see this thing up and running to give us a little initial support to get this thing off the ground. We need to get our sales up there. 
if we're going to be competing with the Tims and the D- Duncan D's of the world, this is a call to the Mateys to help us out. Yeah, I, I tell you what we do. We, we want to take your money in, other in words. Pittsburgh. First one is in Pittsburgh. Well, this is what I'm thinking. Maybe not. Really? Here's why I think that. In Pittsburgh, he's cherished. He's legendary. Legendary. And perhaps there, there's a bunch of kind of, clem- I mean, it's he isn't, um, he's in the public purview over mm-hmm. there in uh, Pittsburgh. But, in other words, they're like, oh, yeah, so now there's a Clemente donut shop, whatever. I'm just going to go to the Dunkin' D's. No. Uh, no, well, hear me out. But if you, if, you go, if you move into the Heartland, the Heartland, and maybe you open up your Roberto Clemente donut, people are like, oh, I, I, I should probably frequent that. Um, out of because, guilt? What? Out of guilt? Just out of, uh, I think there's sometimes people like, oh, I, well, I, I know who he is. And, and he makes good donuts. Well, maybe they are saying, maybe they're not, but maybe they think this must be something right. if it has his name attached to it. Now, we're not going to contact his family or his widow, his estate, any of that. No, let him fucking sue us. We're going to go out and start this thing, try and make a quick bundle, and then, Get oh, out. sorry, okay, we'll, we'll cease and desist, no problem. No, not I mean, problem we'll string the cease and desist lo- letters on for as long as we oh, can, years. as we do. But then, you know, when the hammer's about to come down, we'll walk. And we'll give him their cut. No, we, well, we, when, when, when did we start doing that? Because what happens is they threaten legal action. Yeah. We, go, we sit down. We say, oh, we're sorry. We're sorry. We didn't, we didn't realize. We didn't realize Roberto Clemente was we didn't also. Know we could take the name. Right. We didn't realize. We're dumb. Listen to mates. You'll see how dumb we are. And then, uh, and then we go, so, you know, maybe we can just settle. And we settle. And then we take our share. We're out. They take their share. They're out. We close down the whole chain. And then we just give them the middle finger to society. Mike, how great. Is the ability to plead ignorance to do what to plead ignorance? Oh, it's the it's the greatest excuse of all. It's it, it's the catch all for everything we do. Really, the un, the unfortunate thing about the plea in this case is that there's recorded evidence of our hatching a plot. No, where I don't know. I'm just afraid. You know the government. You know, big government. This is another reason I'm a Republican. Big government, always breathing down <laughs> your neck, looking over your shoulder. We need less of that. And more guys sitting in a room trying to come up with ways to make money. We're because I'm a job creator. You understand? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm the I'm the guy jobs. out there saying, "Hey, buddy, you want a job? Come work at my Roberto Clemente's Donut Shop." Hey, pal, you want a job? You know, come come make the donuts. Hey, sister, you look like a stewardess. Come pick out the donut holes for you're people. You're saying you're a job creator. You're basically saying you're an illegal job creator. No. Well, yeah, because. This franchise that we're starting up is illegal. We're not allowed to do it. I'm ignorant about that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, how great it is to plead ignorant. Great. I'm like a claw machine. You usually don't win. I'm like all this evil and not real. You can call me sin. I'm like a clown without makeup. Still kind of scary. I'm like a Scrabble dictionary because I'm useless. But with a great vocabulary, I'm confusing. Like when a girl named Mary gets married. I'm like Gary Coleman. It didn't end up so great. I'm like pornography. I use me to masturbate. Flight attendant to your phone, I'll get you turned off. The, go on. I got no toasted coconut in this box. I love the toasted coconut. I love the toasted coconut. Why didn't you get, she didn't. There were none. Ah, okay. There were no, there was no powdered donut. Well, I don't much care for the powder. There was no cinnamon. You like the powder, the white powder I'm talking about. Uh, it really depends. I got to get a very fresh powdered munchkin for it to be worth my time. It's got to be, it's got to, it's, it's got to be in the sweet spot. It's got to be right there. 9.9 times out of 10, I won't go for the powder. I agree with you. 9.9 times out of 10, it's not good. Sometimes, for me, tremendous. It's just got to be, it's got to be, it's got to be right there. What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite munchkin? If I said to you, Mike, you can only have one munchkin. 
for now or for the rest of my life? Like, is it just one for right now? Well, or? it's your last meal. You're on death row. So, I mean, it, it is, it's both. It's and, for now and, and the rest of your and life. And is it, do I know already that it's going to be fresh? Mike, it's death row. You get the best of everything for your last meal on death row. You get one munchkin. One munchkin flavor. You can have, you want, it's death row. Mike, can I it's eat death more row. than one? You can have a hundred. You can oh, have a hundred. Okay. If Mike, I can. Mike, it's death row. I understand. Mike. It's death row. It's your last meal. You can have anything you want. Okay, so where am I? Well, you're, you're up, what do you mean? What, what prison or facility? No, like what, what's the scenario? Like I'm on death row? You're on, no, you're on death row. Oh, okay. You're in San Quentin? Yeah. Now nah, you're in Angola. You're in the south. And they're, and they're, they're saying, they're saying, Mike, it's your last meal. No, Mike, Mike, it's death row, Mike. Uh-huh. You can have anything you want. But it has to be a munchkin. No, you, you want steak? You want lobster? Fine, but you can only have one kind of lobster, one kind of steak. All right. You got to pick ribeye, porterhouse, filet. You got to pick it. You can't have porterhouse and filet. Okay. Okay? Pick one steak. Pick one munchkin. You, you want to have 5,000 munchkins? Great. But it's got to be one flavor. One flavor of munchkin, as many as I want. Exactly right. That's death row, Mike. I'm, t- I'm torn. I'm a little bit torn. Yeah. You're going to be a little bit torn in about, ooh, well, well, it's scheduled for 11 o'clock. I'm going to go with glazed. Okay. I like that. You? Glazed. Yeah. Glazed is I'm a, a glazed guy. Yeah, I'm also a glazed guy, but for me, it was- What was you? You hesitated there. Coconut. I didn't hesitate. Toast, Toast to coconut, coconut was the other one. I like the coconut. Yeah. I like I coconut. I guess what it is is the glaze, the glaze run is, is a run that you can, you can keep at longer. The toasted coconut, you kind of, you peter out, it plateaus about- 14, then after that, it's hard to rev back up, whereas the glaze just is a steady ascendant, you know, level. My thoughts, exactly. Yeah, if it was glazing. just one munchkin, one flavor, and one, I would have gone coconut. Interesting. If, because I could have as many as I wanted, mm-hmm. glazed. Because I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to last longer with the glazed. And yeah. I'm just trying to prolong right. my life as long as possible. I'm trying to get as much sensory. Yeah. Uh, stimulation as I can, right? Because I know old Sparky's being fired up, yep. and I want to leave. You know, we're gonna we're gonna inject you. Oh, oh, it's injection. It's more humane. Either way, what I want to do is when when I go, you know, your your bowels evacuate. I want those oh. bowels to be as full as they yeah. possibly can be. I want to leave the biggest mess. Yeah, you're in it to the end. Oh yeah, I love it. You're always performing. You're always on. You're never not on. Well, here's the thing. I'm fighting the system, Jack. Yeah, and my you're last act of defiance anyway. Of course I was. Duh. You think I'd murdered that bitch? You can't murder the bitch. No. You didn't murder it? No. I didn't know she was going to be there. You didn't even know she, you didn't know who she was? No. You were falsely accused, Jack. Well, I mean, look. I mean, you were there. I was there. There's DNA it evidence. Was my gun. Yeah, and your knife. But if you look at the sun, the way the sun was angled, the way and it was the coming grill in. And on your car. That was me. Yep. And I, the gun. I didn't know it was her. And your boots. Yeah, the boots were not good. I mean, the fact that you're the only person around... Blood, semen, yep, every kind of bodily fluid all over you and her. Yep, I mean it wasn't too hard to pinpoint who did it. Well, it wasn't too, and too hard you to make an accusation. A, well, you're standing on top with a cowboy hat, going, "I did it! Try and take me alive, coppers!" Absolutely. And right. then when they went to try and take you alive, you were like, yeah, "Okay, I don't, I don't want to die." Yeah, but all setting all that aside, mm. they didn't have a shred of evidence. No, after all that stuff, nothing. Yeah, that's why when you set that accused. stuff aside. Nothing. Nothing. You set aside the DNA, the semen, the, the hardcore physical evidence, all that stuff. The threatening letters, the, admission, the telephone calls. Your own personal admission. Yes, the confession. You set aside the all of that. The eyewitnesses. 
All the eyewitnesses, you said all that side, not a shred. Incidentally, eyewitnesses, notoriously unreliable. Confessions, generally coerced. DNA, easily falsifiable. Yeah, the jury influenced beyond belief. Oh, it was it was it was it was racially motivated that, that conviction. Absolutely, it was racially motivated. You know, they had to. They 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 looked at me. They said, "Well, here's a white guy we can pin the crime on." Uh huh. Next thing you know, I'm on death row. There you go. Eating glazed like, donuts. Oh, it's just a white guy that happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. How many times throughout our history have we seen that? This is why I'm yeah. a Republican. Yeah, exactly right. You need someone to protect your rights mm-hmm. so you don't end up on fucking death row. Right. It's Making death row, Mike. With that, with Sophie's choice, one Munchkin, one Munchkin. Oh, don't even get me started. Hey, I have a question for you. Go, Mike. What do you want? My last meal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my pen and I'm ready to go with anything you want. I want... What do you want for your last meal? A box of munchkins. Uh Uh-huh. That's Uh, done already. We got that. Oh, okay. We got that. And I want all all the flavors. I want all the flavors. Done. That thing I said about only one, just Josh and... Oh, great. Death Row Josh. Great. Yeah, DRJ. Uh, I love... I love... That gallows humor. You know I love that gallows that's how humor. That, that's where that came out from. Mm-hmm. That's where that initiated from. All Guys right. on the way going, hey, you know what, buddy? Uh, this hemp rope looks like it might break pretty easily today. <laughs> Big laugh. <laughs> Not really. Right. All right. All right. Think it through now. This is a big deal. I've thought about this before. I bet you have. Because for me... From a pure enjoyment level, mm. nothing's going to top uh, Taco Bell Supremes and a large Dr. Pepper. Jeez whiz. Just from a pure aesthetic, this is delicious. I I'm, I'm going to get about a dozen hard shell Taco Supremes, uh, like a 48 ounce, 48 ounce, uh, big, super big gulp of Dr. Pepper loaded with ice. Now, obviously, the munchkins are included in this. Anything the, you want, man. Well, but I've already I've already agreed to the Munchkins, and it's the Munchkins episode, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the Munchkins, even though in real life I might not. <gasps> I might get you know it might be good slander. Couple chipwitches. No, Every, might anything you want, man. I'm gonna get a couple chipwitches. Done. Done. I feel like that might be it. Really? I mean, you get anything you want. So, so a little Taco Bell. Uh huh. A big gulp. Doctor Pepper. Doctor Pepper. A couple of chipwitches. Yeah. And some Munchkins. I mean, look. You might even want the munchkins. If I'm there, look, I'm there, right? You are there. I might as well get the pretzel sticks. No, it's death row, Mike. Right. I might as well get the pretzel sticks. Get you know, the pretzel, bag sticks. Of pretzel sticks. I'm not going. I don't need a fancy last meal. I don't need the steak, the lobster, whatever. Give me simple pleasures. Give me simple enjoyment. You know who else likes that? Hmm? Your publicist. They're like, geez, look at that. To the end, he's having Taco Bell. He's crapping on the gurney as oh, they yeah. shoot him full of the narcotics. I mean, this guy goes out in style. That's what I like. No, you're... What's, your, what's yours? Well, here's my, here's my problem with the death row meal. I think the death row meal should be proffered to the inmate with about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Or whenever the inmate calls it, really. If they want it as their last meal, sure. But I think the last meal on death row should be, you know, it would be... It would be a generous act to the dying man or woman um, to have the meal service to them at their own discretion. Maybe someone wants it as their last meal. But I find it hard to believe to think that you're really going to enjoy your Dr. Pepper and your Taco Bell. Well, you will. But another man and another man's shoes. 
I just, I just think it might be nice to have it a week in advance. All the other guys on death are going, whoa, what do you, what do you got, Clem? Mm-hmm. And like, pretzel sticks. Pretzel sticks, Sarge. <laughs> you know? And you going to share those? Uh-uh. Order up your own last death row meal. Right. We're all here on death row. You like the pretzel sticks? You're going to get yours when you want to get yours. Right. You know? And then you can maybe save some. I mean, you order like 60,000 munchkins. You're eating munchkins for a week. Oh, oh! See, in my mind, the last meal is yeah, it's yeah, or, or the, the, like I don't get to hoard the munchkins. Well, my thing is, well, okay, I understand why you wouldn't want that. I don't get to just hold on to them. But maybe you're going to enjoy it. You got maybe you got some appeals going or something. You got some hope. Eh. No, you don't. You're you're really you're done for. You think? To me, last meal, last meal. That's 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 the time to get it. That's when because otherwise, what do you do? You eat your last meal like oh, that was delicious Taco Bell, and then the next day <laughs> it's it's back to oh, this again. You know, prison food. But we're still alive. Nah. I want to go you, out. You go on a hunger strike. All right. Look, you're a last, look, you're a last meal guy. You're yeah. a last, last meal guy. All right. But whether or not it's your last meal, what is your choice? Water. Just water. Yeah, I think so. I'm not hungry. You know, I, why, you know why I'm not hungry? Because you're about to die? Terrified. Uh-huh. What are you terrified about? Mm. You believe in the afterlife. You can't wait. I'm not. I'm not. You're you know an innocent me, man. I'm you so can't wait to get to heaven. I'm so weird about the pain thing. It's just not you for, know it's not going to be painful. They're going to shoot you up. You're just going to go right to sleep. That's what they say. Did you? Did you not? Did you not see Shawshank Redemption? I saw Shawshank. Oh man, those guys. They didn't put the sponge right. You know, and the dude was like, I mean, he was burned half the kilter before he even you know mercifully but, passed away. But this is lethal injection, friend. Well, who knows what those guys are doing with those? I mean, what is first off? Lethal injection. The word injection. You don't like I, that. I don't, dude. I don't want to get the little pit. I want. I don't want the flu shot. Right. Why would I get a flu shot? That's pain for pain. Ow! Take that needle away. Hmm. You got something else? I stuff a pill in a burger. <laughs> Maybe that. You know. Yeah, that's not bad. Okay. <laughs> pill in a burger. Pill in a burger. I think they might you give you You choose chair. You choose lethal injection. You choose pill in a burger. Oh, I'll take pill in a burger. Who's not going <laughs> pill in a burger? I mean, name one guy that's not going pill in a burger. I can't. Everybody's going pill in a burger. You know who hates that? The victim's families, if they're watching. Right. Like, he gets pill in a burger? Come on. <laughs> He's sitting there licking his fingers. That's why pill and a burger would never. The Republicans Wouldn't will fly. not pass pill and a burger. Yeah, you might be right about that. So you're just, you're just going with water. Can I pick the kind of water? Sure. Tap. Fair enough. Ratings. 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 Can we rate this podcast? Yeah, let's rate this podcast, and then let's rate the Munchkins. This podcast, I give it two and a half. Oh shit! I, I just it, it wasn't. I don't, know, I don't know if it was the munchkins. Didn't find a flow. I don't know if it was you. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. I, 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 had, the, I had the Republican thing going. Yeah. I had the, the last meal thing going. You started off rapping. I had the Tims going. Yeah. I yeah. give it a nine. <laughs> so 2.5. Did you say two or 2.5? 2.5. At 2.5, I got nine. All right. You want to so, rate the munchkins? Rating. 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 Stormtroopers. I like a munchkin. But to me, munchkins suffer the popcorn paradox. The pop. 
pear. Oh boy, here come, it comes with a pop pear. The popcorn paradox, yeah. I define thusly. I get so excited about pop, uh, popcorn when I go to the movies. Popcorn smells so tremendous mm-hmm. when I get to the movies. I dig into the popcorn when mm-hmm. I get to the movies. Mm-hmm. I eat the popcorn when I get to the movies. And it doesn't ever taste quite as good as I want it to taste. It's often good, sometimes even quite good. Mm-hmm. But it's never as good as it's built up in my mind. Mm-hmm. The, I, and yet, every time, my Pavlovian response is to get excited about the popcorn. Now, is that truly a paradox? No, but there's alliteration there, and therefore, it's a popcorn paradox. Yeah, if there's an alliteration, we like facts be damned. Right. Part of that is, uh, as with the munchkins, as with donuts, uh, as with bread, for me, is when, when a product has a quintessential aroma that you identify with something so good, it's sometimes hard to live up to the... The, the very aroma emanating from that product. Popkin mm-hmm. is one of the, popcorn is one of those things. You walk by a theater you're not going into, and you are denied the popcorn that is right behind those walls, and you can smell it. It smells so grand, and you can't have it. You're like, well, there's nothing better than popcorn. Mm-hmm. And then when you buy the popcorn, perhaps it just can't quite live up to the aroma. That's right. Munchkins are a little bit like that. Donuts are a little bit like that sometimes. But I interrupt. Go on. Uh, so it's ever from the popcorn paradox. So automatically, it's almost always going to be knocked down a little bit when I finally get the munchkin in my mouth. Now, I had some good munchkins today. I had a good chocolate glazed munchkin. I had a good, uh, I liked the pumpkin munchkin fine. I had a good glazed donut, the jelly donut, not so good. All in all, though, as a total experience, although I enjoyed it, I'm not over the moon for the munchkin, give it a six and a half. Surprising me slightly because you've been... The whole podcast long, you've been sort of in seven to seven five mode. You know, you're. I think two of the viewers, they're not viewers. I think those guys are like might just be justified in feeling slightly cheated at this point. I understand, and you, you've said nothing but positive things. It's true about the munchkin. It's absolutely true. You come in true. at a six five because I'm not. It's not. It's not, it's not settling the way I want it to settle. Uh-huh. It's not giving me the, 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 the jazz. The jizz? It's, it's, not, it's not jizzing me up the way I want it to. Yeah, you need... I have average sperm count at the end of this podcast. Yeah, you, you, at this point, you need them little tadpoles to be just be gunning for the ovum. I want their motility to be through the roof. Yeah. And, but they're, you know, they're, they're hanging in there. You know, if there's an egg, they'll impregnate it. Sure. They're fine. Yeah. You know, but... But you want them to be ovum gunners. Yeah. So, you know, I like the munchkin. I'm not, I was excited to eat the munchkin. Popcorn Paradox sets in. And then my experience with the munchkin kind of went steadily downhill as the, as the podcast developed. I, I probably only ate two and a half, three munchkins, you know, and I, and I don't need any more. I'm going to stick with my six and a half. All right. Well, to me, that is, again, that just, that's the difference between you and I. Uh, we're different. We're fundamentally the same. But I look at you and I think, what a what a Republican dink! Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're 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 selling me a, a, all these this great bill of goods. Yahoo! I want to open a donut, a donut store, and I love these things, and they smell so great. And and uh, I promise, I promise, I promise. And you look past me. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with that now. That notion. I want something else. You know, I'm not like that. I all episode long, I've been like, I'm a pro Munchkin. Uh, I mean. Donuts, uh, pop th- popcorn paradox be damned. 
donuts are good for you. I mean, you you could do a lot worse than just eating donuts all the time. You'd be svelte and you'd be fast and you'd be you'd be a killing machine. Donuts are the kind of thing that are going to lead this great country forward. I, I I am I am as pro donut as a guy as a guy can be. I'm a Democrat. Munchkins six point five. See you next week. You got it. <laughs>